Hey, welcome to this thing called life, a podcast by Neville Scott. Here we are going to discuss things of life, grief, joy, sadness, happiness, you name it. We're also going to talk about people, the wonderful ones who make this thing called life worthwhile, and the bad ones who sometimes make it all suck, and that oftentimes they are but the same people. I hope conversations here will encourage, uplift, and inspire you to keep on keeping on. To try again even after your umpteenth fall, and again after that. To give it all a chance again, whatever it may be for you. To find that beauty so often elusive in this thing called life. So buckle up, friends. Let's go. <laughs> this is going to be so much fun, but who says things like umpteenth um, 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 fall and stuff, but uh, I think it's going to be a wonderful journey. So let's go. I recently traveled to, I think it was Utah, you know, the state with a lot of corn. We were going there, down there together with some friends for another friend's white coat ceremony. And I was flying from Pittsburgh uh, to Utah, I think, Utah in quotes. And we had a layover at D.C., and when we got to D.C., we decided to go walk around and see the city. And I came back to the airport and I ran into the same issue that I ran into when I initially visited the airport in Pittsburgh. And, and that issue was this. The TSA, right? I walked through the thing, you know, they had us take off our shoes, blah, blah, blah. And, and then take off, you know, put our laptops in the whatever, you you know how it goes, Right. And I walked through the scanner and it flagged certain sections of me, uh, which of course necessitated some further, uh, some manual screening. And then and I got the part down, which is never really comfortable, right? And, and, and that got me thinking about life before 9-11. I mean, I have had stories. We all have had stories about how easier it was to fly, how throughout the world really that uh, tsa as comprehensive as it is today that was not the state of things back then throughout the world and that sounds weird because uh, my entire my my entire in entirely throughout my life my uh, i've, I've uh, had a really um, i've had a ton of interesting experiences with airport security just because of how thorough they are and that was because of 9-11 so i find myself wondering what was life like before 9-11 what were things like before 9-11 9-11 i think of it and do correct me if i'm wrong but i do not think i'm wrong in my considered opinion i think of that as the worst possible tragedy that uh, struck the united states of america at once there's so many lives that were altered so many lives were changed and so many lives were altered by that a specific incident which was just crazy and, and 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 i've had stories about how thinkers back then the architects of uh, the aviation system back then could have never anticipated that type of thing maybe they had too much faith in humanity maybe 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 it's it, it is just so uh, how do I even express it? I don't have the words to express why they may not have uh, planned for that. But it happened and it changed how 
the entire world approaches aviation, um, then that is what tragedy does. And I believe there are people who are yet to recover from the tragedy that was 9-11. Maybe the United States of America is, yes, 100% as it should be. Tragedy has a way of changing lives and altering things so radically in a way that only people who experience the said tragedies can understand. Now, I was not born in the United States as very young when the whole 9-11 thing happened. But I will say that I have had my fair share of tragedies that impacted my life just so immensely that I find myself capable of relating, albeit to a very, uh, to a transposed extent to what it may have been like for people alive at around the time of the whole 9-11 thing. And that fills me with so much sympathy and, and, and just so much empathy and sympathy actually uh, and a sense of, I get it. I may not have been here, but I get it. I get it. And I see the passion that uh, the older people express whenever they talk about 9-11. I see that passion and I may not be able to understand how deep it is. I may not be able to grasp the depth of it. But because of that passion, I find myself so quick to acknowledge that this was a human experience way beyond any other. And for that, I respect that. Now, that's what we'll be talking about today, how tragedy sometimes just change everything man and then just change and alter lives just so completely and it's difficult to even think about it i have had my fair share of tragedies and recently i had one that was so whose consequences were so shocking right uh the consequences of uh, the said tragedy and allow me not to go into details and I shared this shallowly just because I know most of us can relate. The consequence of the said tragedy was so life-altering that uh, I found myself struggling not to lose myself. I found myself struggling to stay sane. I found myself struggling to fight hatred of my heart. I found myself considering this just so very difficult and bitter and complex dealing with this difficult and bitter and complex feelings so often and it was difficult because i realized that the things the obligations that i had committed myself to somehow still existed in as much as the tragedy that i speak of was so dire this obligation still needed to be fulfilled no one else was going to fulfill them but me, right? And now here we were going through whatever funk it was and hoping that uh, for a moment, life could stop for a moment just so I could get myself together. And I remember at the onset of it, the expectation was that in a couple of days, then things would be okay in a couple of days, right? And I communicated that, um, I communicated that to uh, people from whom I needed some assistance or people who 
had the power of buying me some time in various areas, uh, various social, academic, music, you name it, areas, right? So I reached out and I remember being like, okay, I hit a bump, I hit a snug, but I believe that in a couple of days, days, right, I should be well. And they were able to buy me some time, of course. Um, the, The people that I speak of are very kind people who I am really grateful for. Um... But then I was wrong because then I realized that it's not days that I needed. So the days kind of turned into weeks and the weeks kind of turned into months. And the months kind of turned into... (laughs) I was going with it and then I realized that uh, months turned into years, but then that would be a bit of a stretch, so... I realized I could not go there, but uh, I think you get my point, right? Now, the difficulty of the tragedy that I speak of did not get any lesser. You know, the, 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 my, the, the difficulty of dealing with the said tragedy did not get smaller, right? In fact, in certain ways, it grew, right? And now here I was completely without knowledge of what to do, completely crippled, holding on to the wish that, oh my God, life should stop for a moment. And I am learning. There's a lot of lessons that uh, have come with that. A lot of difficult lessons and and, and some graceful lessons, right? Um, the, 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 The most important thing that I've learned is life goes on, man. Life goes on. No, a day after the whole 9-11 thing happened, the sun rose again and people may have been sad and the flag may have been, uh, the the, the, the flag, the American flag may have uh, been raised only to, you know, half of the mast, but life still goes on. A week, I think, I'm not really sure, so do fact check me. A few days, I think it's safer to go with that. A few days after that, the, the, the aviation industry was back on as much as lives have been lives uh, lives had been lost yet people had died uh, the, the the twin towers were no longer a thing the aviation industry was back up and it's still going to date we may have sucky tsa experiences but that does not change that life goes on and so somehow i needed to figure i needed to understand that uh because just uh, the prior to that understanding man that there's just this free fall languishing thing that was going on that needed to come to an end and uh, secondly i learned that you can't just constantly uh, you can't do this oh i'm so sorry for myself thing it doesn't really get you anywhere um but then I also learned that it's, it's, it's okay to go through those moments when, when, when it's difficult uh, to get up from bed, when it's uh, almost impossible to tend to obligations that uh, are tied to you, um, when it's difficult to catch sight or have a glimpse of the person that you've always been, when people have expectations of the services in court um, that only you can provide 
and you're missed because there's the, 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 the some blankness that results from you not being in action that it is okay um, to have this moment but it's not okay to stay there and uh, what's a practical way forward well it's difficult now we must fully acknowledge that and in many ways it's beyond what most people can understand right i'm pretty sure that may have mentioned this before but i'm pretty sure uh the families of those lives uh, the, the the people who lost their lives during the whole 9-11 thing they feel the pinch of that more than we do more than anyone can way more than we do and that's a fact of life right and so what i've realized is that usually it is beyond what other people can understand the, the the difficulty of the tragedy now it's possible that people can try to be empathetic it's possible that you can tell your story and that uh, your story may be understood sometimes correctly sometimes incorrectly but there's an english phrase that i really like an old english proverb it goes something like this it's only the wearer of the shoes who knows who can understand where the shoes pinches to the most and that the wearer of the shoes when you talk about tragedies is usually the people who've gone through the this the the the, the, the said tragedies they feel it man it's difficult and uh, man i if if you've experienced moments of darkness and then in days that are just so difficult and nights nights that are just so endless and you find that escape when you uh escape <laughs> uh, <laughs> i was trying to um, i was trying to cook uh, up some wordplay but then it flopped and i laughed at myself but uh anyway back to the thing right you look forward to nights you look forward to moments when you can hug your bed because that provides you just an escape that uh, you find when you shut your eyes and the dreams kind of veer you into a whole different world a whole different reality uh, that uh, spares you for a moment from uh, the dire and painful realities in your world of your world i get that i get that and i do not get that i'm not trying to say i know exactly what you feel i feel like that would be misleading i'm saying i see you. i'm trying to say that i completely see you and and, and so how do we get up from that and i keep digress i keep digressing today this is fun well i think the very first step is uh, to let go it's been very important for me to learn that uh, um i usually i am a control freak you know I, I i like to be in control in quotes i like making plans i like scheming not in a not in any weird way not in a way that results into people getting hurt or anything um or not in any manipulative way i i frown upon that but i like to be like okay this is what you're gonna do and these are the results that we expect from this and this is how we are going to achieve this and I'm going to funnel my efforts entirely towards improving myself in these areas. And once that's done, the once that's done, that should give me such and such results. And I will utilize these results to get 
me from here to here. That is how I tend to think usually about lots of things. Now, I realize that with this tragedies type of things, as I mentioned in the beginning, there's nothing that the USA could have done uh, to prevent it, mostly because the architects of aviation at that time, given the understanding of the industry and the risks associated with the industry at that time, could not have thought that far. And that's not a fault of their own. And whatever happened then was just very unfortunate but then as unfortunate as it is it presents us with an opportunity to learn and that is how we must respond to tragedies in our lives we have to be very honest and very candid with ourselves on the beats of the said tragedies that we can own if there's anything anything that we truly 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 can't own then yeah don't don't worry about it don't stress too much about it really don't stress too much about it i feel like i'm saying that a couple of times because i need to hear it myself and there's a lie that tends to come often when 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 thinking about this tragedies or when in the said funks when 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 in the funks that uh, kind of stem from the said tragedies and it's this lie that things are never going to get better it's this lie that things are never going to improve it's the lie that um, the free fall thing is never going to come to an end such a terrible lie because it brings with it a sense of hopelessness and 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 and, 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 and such depression that's just darkening and 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 that sucks and yes i get that as well and it's difficult to deal with that because it's very cunning it's very um sneaky and for me i think in moments when i've experienced that it's usually during my low moments and there's going to be low moments and high moments when it makes it absolutely difficult to get up from bed there's just these thoughts that are lingering in my mind and they're just so intrusive and that list goes on. Oh, you can't, um, we can't pay much attention to that. Um, tragedies suck um, and, and, and tragedies are supposed to suck. So there's a place for some grace. And uh, there's this thing I recently learned. I can't remember where I got it from, but it's essentially goes like this. Every single day when you wake up, walk yourself to your mirror. Did I say that right? Mirror, mirror, mirror. It's 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 a thing, the thing. So if you present, <laughs> I'm using so much, so many words to describe such a simple thing. When you present yourself before your mirror, you can kind of see every reflection of yourself. Yeah, it's that thing. Um, and look at yourself in your eyes, and just affirm yourself. Affirm yourself with, 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 with honesty and tell yourself that, hey, man, you're strong. I am strong. I am gifted. I am full of joy. Today is going to be a wonderful day. 
and today's gonna be better than it was yesterday. I will find a way of dealing with these difficult things that cause me so much pain. It's going to be a beautiful day. I fully believe it. I am grateful for the sun. I can learn to trust again. I can learn to be happy again. I am full of joy. And I am safe. Again, that may look different for you, but uh, you know the, the affirmations that you need may be different from what I mentioned. But practicing that genuinely helps. And I've also learned that it's helpful to practice gratitude every single day. Find something you're grateful for. Uh, a mentor of mine usually does this thing where every night before bed, he writes down uh, five things that he's really grateful for. He says that has uh, really been helpful to him. And surround yourself with good people. And really, as you surround yourself with people, make sure you are good at uh, evaluating character and other people's conducts because uh, people can be messy and uh, yeah, a lot of my um, <sighs> there's a the, there's there's something that's wonderful about being willing to embrace people who are openly broken but uh, we all are broken but again we deal with I mean the, the the level the levels of that vary. Um, so uh, there's some beauty uh, that's having. What am I trying to say? Being willing to embrace people whose brokenness um, seem significant, and whose brokenness seem you you know what I'm saying, right? I struggle to find the words for now. It it makes you. It it it's 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 virtuous to do that. It's it's proper. It's it's nice. It's uh, admirable. But I will I will tell you that it comes with so many risks. Um, hurt people have a way of hurting people, and so if you are in a vulnerable position, maybe it's not really wise to reach out uh, to the said people and that. That's such a difficult thing for me to say. But then it's also um, because I tend to enjoy um, that. But then I've also been stabbed in the back a couple of times. And now I'm realizing that I have to learn that it's okay. It's okay to avoid some people. you know, And that's okay. And uh, it's not your place to try to fix them. It's not my place to try and befriend the people who do not have friends and done that in the past, never again. So then perhaps other people may look at you and they may think of your brokenness as way too significant that they cannot really befriend you and that's okay, right? And so what I'm saying is if you look at other people and uh, you find that that's the, uh, <laughs> that's the hunch that you get, then sure, sure, like, yeah, sure. Difficult, yeah, sure. Anyway, 
I won't go into any more details. Oh, and also don't complain. Don't complain. Um, try not to complain. I saw this thing recently on social media uh, that try not to complain for seven days and see your life make a 180. I didn't think it was completely true. I don't think your life is going to make a 180. But I will say that uh, complaining is kind of detrimental and uh, not doing it is helpful. But uh, anyway, a step at a time, man, a step at a time. Counter the feelings that you talked about. Learn to let go and let God. And that's such a, that's, that's a phrase that I do not, I can justify that. It's not scriptural, but I will say that in moments when I have, have, have let go fully and I've just <laughs> let go, then things usually, usually tend to, come around but uh that was it um wanted to talk a bit about that tragedy i know a lot of us relate either directly or indirectly i hope this episode was helpful i hope you know that you're not alone and feel free to reach out if you want to chat um i'll buy you coffee if i if you are in my area <laughs> and uh, we can chat more about uh these things about uh about the things about this thing called life. But until then, adios muchachos, friends. Take care of yourself. And uh, remember, you are known and you are loved. Adios muchachos. <laughs>